0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of... The This Ability Show...
1: Not a way to erase what I've done, but I need to forget it, but the one thing you do is make it move.
0: I am Norma Forsen, your host for today and welcome once again to the This Ability Show. This podcast is a show that is organized as a collaboration with Tech Era and is aimed at making differently-abled people feel more at home in society and create awareness on the perils of differently-abled people. Today's episode is pretty special because we have an amazing guest. She's an electrical engineering student at Ashesi University. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Evelyn Moo: Hi hey guys, so excited to be here.
2: Oh my goodness. Um, For our regular listeners, this is my very first time, so please excuse any nervousness from my end. Okay, I think I'm ready to get started, so Norma, please take us away.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, for our listeners that have been following us throughout the week, you may already have a feel of what we're going to be discussing today. Today we're going to be talking about how the coronavirus has impacted the health of differently abled people in Ghana. As we all know, this year has been a completely different kind of year for us. A lot of us are probably thinking of the next resolution that we're going to write and feel so good about for just a few days and then completely forget about. That's literally what happens to me. I can make a list of stuff that I want to achieve like I did. I made a list of stuff I wanted to achieve this year and I just dropped them even before March, but then... The coronavirus is totally my excuse.
2: I know, right? 2020 has been one heck of a year. Like literally everyone I talk to is just waiting for the year to end. And I really feel like most people have forgotten about the plans they made for this year because everything has been overshadowed by the virus. And at least you made a list of stuff to do. I procrastinated so much, and when the virus hit, like, I've been procrastinating more ever since. But it's actually really interesting to note how this virus has kind of leveled the playing field for everyone. And by this, I mean that, like, the virus is not really a respect of persons, like, rich or poor, if you think about it, every single person is being affected.
0: <laughs> not really, huh? looking at how we are complaining about the virus and everything and how it's affected the plans we're making for 2020 like it's it's bothering us because of the plans we're making these plans are not concerning like our daily livelihood but then imagine how awful it would be if it was actually affecting like our very living like our basic life processes i know that people have to stay home and like work from home or stay home for longer periods and all that but then we should also consider the fact that there are people who could not also take showers at like due to the coronavirus and the lockdown and everything there are some people who can't do basic things on their own they can't take basic showers or do like the basic self-care um things that people do They can't do it because of the coronavirus. And so today, we're talking about how the coronavirus has affected negatively or negatively impacted the differently abled people and how the decisions that have been taken for public safety may not be in their favor. This topic is really
2: interesting for me. Because a few days ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he actually believes that the virus has not had a worse impact on differently-abled people, as compared to fully able people, right? And I found that really incredible, because it made me wonder, like, do other people think the same way? Like, is the virus really affecting us that equally?
0: Typically, using the lockdown as an example, during the lockdown, a lot of people were not allowed to leave their houses unless they were going to get food or it was considered an emergency. And in such situations, someone that has a disability that um, inhibits their motor function and needs a caretaker is in danger. Because if their caretaker lives away from them, they will not be allowed to go to them. And if their caretaker manages to come close to them, it's unsafe because of the entire social distancing thing and the fact that differently abled people may suffer more severely by the coronavirus. For others, like you said, it seems pretty normal for them. The entire social distancing situation has not really affected some differently abled people though because they are constantly faced with ostracism. So they are treated as outcasts, as and then they are they are being they are used to being on their own and being shunned by society. So in that aspect, I guess you can say that the coronavirus hasn't really changed that, because they used to be shunned.
2: That's actually a very interesting take on that. But then again, I think about how different things may be for some differently able people here in Ghana. I think of how sometimes I go out and I see some differently able people like. Begging on the streets, right? And to be honest, with the lockdown restrictions we had, I really wonder how some of the people were able to make ends meet. Like a few days ago, right? I mm-hmm. went out and I saw an amputee asking people for money, and it was very sad to note how he wasn't wearing a face mask, which is really scary in this times. Based on the information we are getting about the transmission of the virus, mm. and who he was asking money from like most of them were unwilling to interact and i have no idea if it's due to possible fear of contracting the virus or Mm. maybe the fact that society is so accustomed to ostracizing the differently able Mm.
0: yeah that's that's an interesting point Of the effects of the coronavirus on differently abled people, I came across an article by um, Sightsavers. Sightsavers have a general article, and in this general article, they talk about a specific example of what you're talking about actually. A woman in Ghana named Beatrice has a son who has cerebral palsy, and a lot of people probably have no heard of this. So, for those of you who don't know what cerebral palsy is, it is a situation which is caused by abnormal brain development, and it's mostly before birth. So it's a disorder that affects um, muscle movement and coordination. And so a lot of the time it can affect, and sometimes it can affect your sight and hearing and sensations. So thankfully for this woman's son, um, she's living with her son, and so she's able to take care of him. Otherwise doing basic things would be an issue a few days ago i saw a video of a man paralyzed and he was being taken care of by his 12 year old son so this man has been paralyzed for five years and his wife ran away so his son was left to take care of him on his own luckily for him somebody has been able to build a small device that can help him out while he's taking care of his dad. So this device helps him lift his father up from one room to another. So it helps him lift his father around the house. In this pandemic most of us are talking about how serious or how business has slowed down and how serious the impact is on businesses and stuff. And nobody's talking about how the lives of many differently able people is also slowing down as well. Most of the decisions that have been announced or taken to combat the coronavirus, like if we critically look at it, it's safe for most people because differently able people are not a majority, they are a minority. So then majority of the people are going to benefit from this. But it's not helpful to differently abled people. And rather than talk about things like this, we are more concerned about who the winner of the American le- elections is. Ironic, right?
2: I completely get what you mean. Not to say the American elections are not important. Yeah. Honestly, we need, like, some perspective. First, mm-hmm. that's right. there's lots of precautionary measures that have been put out during this period are centered on the frequent washing of hands. And like, okay, that's not really difficult, is it? Well, think again. (laughs) I went to the hospital a few days ago and I saw a man in a wheelchair who was unable to wash his hands. And this was because from the place he was sitting to where the sink was, there were absolutely no ramps available. It was all stairs. So his caretaker had to step in, and guys, the caretaker had to develop a makeshift ramp. And like, I was just sitting there thinking that okay, the virus is really showing us how society is like ignoring the needs of the differently abled, especially in terms of health.
0: Exactly, it was surprising how many people do not even know about the fact that. Every organization is supposed to have facilities like ramps and so on to support differently able people. Those are people would expect to only think that things like this or facilities like this should be in like the Western world. You should only have expectations for this in the Western world or in very high institutions in Africa. But every institution, every public institution is obliged to do this by the Disability Act of 2006, Act 715 which is available to everyone. Like, you can literally go to Google and access this, a PDF of this document. I think it's about time that people also made some noise for this minority.
2: As a society, we actually need to start using our voice for this group of people. I read an article on how the COVID has just highlighted the inadequacies of the health system in many countries. And the article was touching on how relevant COVID-19 information is not readily available in Braille or sign language. Right? And another article was discussing how difficult it is for differently-abled people to access medical supplies during this period. Mm -hmm. And as I going through the internet, right, I just kept seeing countless articles of how differently able people are hesitant to visit the hospital during this period because they're afraid of boosting their health. And this is because some differently able people have um, inherent health conditions, which in this period, like if you have an existing health condition, the probability of you being um, greatly affected by the virus is higher. So these people are hesitant to visit the hospital because they know that if the doctor had to choose between saving the life of a differently able person and saving a fully able person, the doctors would end up choosing the fully able person and they would lose their lives. And this is really scary because imagine going to the hospital for treatment and the doctor just ends up deciding that you know what it's not worth it for you to live. Like imagine <laughs> living like this.
0: I know, right?
2: Yeah.
1: I am yeah. I don't care Insecure inside my skin Always looking back over My shoulder Making sure
0: I think that's a very important point that you've made right now because society shouldn't get to a point where just because a person is differently able, they should fear for their lives. I mean, everybody has the right to life, so it, it shouldn't get to a point where because we're deciding or because of the COVID or because of anything, for any reason at all, we should have to decide that, okay, because this person is differently able and this person is not we are going to make a choice between them. The responsibility is to take care of both, not to choose between. And that's one thing that society should not drive to, or sh- this this shouldn't be like a problem of society, especially at this time where we're supposed to be concerned about everybody's safety.
2: And, you know, one really interesting thing I found out that, okay, I kind of understood, but at the same time, it made me sad was that, you know, some differently able people communicate by touching others as a form of signal, right? So, I can't communicate with you properly, so I'm trying to touch you and then, like, give you directions as to what I'm trying to say. But then, in this period, like, a lot of people are not into being touched by random people because even though the virus is not spread by touching people, like, there's just... So much fear around everything and it made me think about how okay right now if I'm differently able and I'm going to touch someone like the person is just going to recoil from me because they're so afraid but that wasn't my intention I'm just trying to communicate and like it just makes me think like things are actually really different from for them in this moment
0: yeah and now that you're saying this it also brings to mind the fact that you see, all the information that we have concerning the coronavirus is, like, on screens. It's announced on television. It's announced on radio. It's um, it's shown on, like, the internet, so you can search for it, right? But then, say someone who uses Braille, how are they going to understand the information that's coming in if they can't see it, Right everybody is focused on, okay, what the majority is going to see, what the majority is going to need. And nobody is considering the fact that, yes, the majority is going to see the TV. Yes, the majority is going to listen to the radio. But what's about people who have the TV and the radio, but they can't use it? So then that exactly. form of communication is not effective.
2: And then, and it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry, go on.
2: No, I was just going to say, I actually, I was reading an article about what you're saying mm-hmm. and this was based on an Indian story, right? And the differently abled person was complaining about how like the necessary information is not available in accessible formats and it's frustrating to them because they actually don't know what's going on. Like they're getting just the tiniest bit of information. And think of those of us who were
0: constantly checking, okay, how's the virus going? Like, what's happening right now? Like, yeah. they don't have that. You see. Yeah, constantly checking in the morning whether somehow the cure has come and gonna say yes. <laughs> yes, or yes, yes. how many people have the coronavirus today? Which regions are free and not, and all of that, so we can see that right because we can just go on the internet and check but there are people who are constantly thinking about it and they have to wait for somebody to find a way to communicate it to them because they can't check themselves so also these are all very important things that are going on right now and it's like everybody's focus is off of that and it almost looks like everybody's focus is off of it completely if you go outside right if it had been earlier this year, you'd probably see people like very few people walking on the streets or people wearing masks and like people are not walking around. I'd like, like if, if you're walking on this side of the road, somebody walk farther than you and stuff for social distancing. But now you step out, it's like people, it has died down. People don't really care, in quotes, about the yes. coronavirus anymore. You see people walking around without masks and Holding each other or being in crowded places and everything, and now a lot of the rules too have been laxed So yeah, it's like apart from let's say concerning your safety or taking care of yourself and everything, people are not seeing how the negative, the the coronavirus is having negative effects on different able people, and so they are not taking care of themselves in helping to stop spread the virus, even though. Thankfully, by some miracle, the rapid changes of the number of people that have coronavirus right now is not as much as it was earlier in our country.
2: You know, like, it's all just, it's amazing because, like, I feel like we've, not that it's a bad thing to think about yourself, but we've become very self-centered, like, is that a good way to put this? we become very, <laughs> you know, it's all about me during this, but yeah. it's to think about yourself, but I just admonish all of us to please take a second and, like, think, think about other people out there right now, what yeah. they're going through.
0: <clears> and help out in every little way you can. Yes. i think it will be helpful if we just you know like once in a while just let your friend know okay i mean we have this um opportunity but other people don't have this opportunity so let's just do like the safe thing the right thing and be careful so that people would be at less risk than they are right now and then we are going to consider people as differently able people like we are trying to do what we need to do so that they would also be At less risk than they are right now. Yeah,
2: the right decision.
0: It's really a shame that society has come to this state, though, looking at the progress that we've made in um, so many other areas. Anyways, thank you so much, Evelyn, for having educated us on so much that has been happening during this coronavirus-covered time.
2: (laughs) Thank you for having me, Norms. I really love being here and discussing these critical issues. And I really hope you listeners out there will please take some time and reflect on what we have discussed today. I beg of you.
0: (laughs) It was also a pleasure having you, Ev. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for having tuned in to listen to this podcast. Stay tuned for next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m. for another amazing session of the This Ability Show.